Is this the playlist just playing in the background? What song is this or what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? I don't know. Play the Pleem song. Let's, we gotta, let's get started. One Pleem song coming up. Pleem song. <laughs> <Just> can't wait. <laughs> It's a plain song. Yeah. Dun, dun, it's dun, a good dun. show. It's the Art Podcast. <laughs> Not at the punchline this week. We were booted because Carrot Top needed a place to try out his new props. And the room was booked. Actually, the truth is... Um, we would have been in the Gallagher splash. Yeah, Gallagher, Gallagher was like working on a new melon bit. And they didn't want us to get... Flash with melon, so they're just like, "Yo, can you do this another day?" And we're like, "He was." I feel like a, this is like a, this is like when you're DJing and like you're hearing a third verse of a is song. Is this a remix that, that you didn't realize? <laughs> like I've never heard our theme song this no, long before. No, it does go this deep. We're just usually not fucking staring into space like a bunch of adults. Oh shit! <laughs> Fourth verse. Awesomely righteous adults. This is uh, yeah, that was the uh. J Electronica verse right there at the end. I had some crazy news on Facebook today. What kind of news? Apparently, some rapper I know has no time for disloyal people in 2019. <laughs> is this what same? a waste of the first half of is this, 2019. Wait, is this the same rapper who somewhere towards the end of 2018 was talking about 2019 was going to be their year? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Amazing. <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about today, although it may not seem like it from the start of the show. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to do. Uh, we had a lot of good guests lately, but we're going to do uh, do our our little record pool thing. Some new music out. We got some topics, some DJ related topics. Oh, I'm Mike Lobezy, aka Low Budget. I'm uh, Dirty South Joe, aka Joe of the Dirty South. Michael, aka Flufftronics, over here. Got that monthly ARD record pool meeting coming up in a little bit. We've got some discourse on the state of DJ mixes in 2019 for you. But first, we have social media accounts now for ARD. We got a Facebook. We got an email. Right. What's that email? ARDpodcast at gmail.com. We got a message here. In the mailbag? In the mailbag. Okay. I'm going to open up the mail here. (laughs) You got the the 24-karat gold... Uh, mail opener. All right. Slicer. We we got a message here asking for our expert opinions. Okay. From Emerson Brenneman. Uh-huh. Emerson says. Okay. Although little Lord Ed Sheeran is establishing himself as the pasty prince of summer with his collabs album, uh, editor's note, he did not. Album sucks. <laughs> Who do you think is the one true king of British guys doing albums with American rappers? Ronson, only half British I know, James Blake, or Sheeran? Do you think they are fighting with each other like, oh, mate, I'm the one who invented having black American friends in it. That was a little more Australian, but uh, he then says, I'll take my answer off the air. Well, sorry, you're getting your answer on the air. All right. Well, to answer your question, Emerson, um, it is none of the above. The king of the British I know rappers crossover and the one that actually caused a bit of a power struggle between two titans of music. That's Chris Martin. 
from the old Coldplay. He literally had Jay-Z and Kanye, like, I knew him first. I would just say that whatever it is that everybody else is trying to achieve, James Blake, Metro Boomin collaboration, that was nice. None of those people have reached that crossover level that there was a few years ago with Chris Martin. He is definitely the king of the I Know Rappers British crossover, in my opinion. Because they actually sought out him. Yeah. As opposed to trying to use rappers to maybe get cred or like... No, there was just that period of time when Coldplay was rapper's favorite band. Right. You know? So they say. Yeah. I don't believe anyone loved Coldplay the way people claim they did, but that's a whole other show. No, we're never going to have that show. So we might as well get that a whole other show on a whole other podcast. We might as well well complete that thought right here and now because we will never reference it again. But I'll show of groups that I don't believe anyone likes as much as they say they do. Oh, I do. I am looking forward to that show. You know what I'm saying. You know this phenomenon, right? We'll call that episode, Let's Talk About Your Ramones t-shirt. Or, hey, hey, nice Joy Division t-shirt. Right, 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 right. Let's get into it. Well, that's all the mail. Closing up the mailbag. There's dogs present in the room today. So if you hear them barking, you know, just like show some sympathy towards animals. Don't There's try and get all uptight and like be like, why is there dogs barking? And Olive, the... Uh... There's just dogs, man. Just let them be dogs. No one let them out. It's fine. Um, She's a mini schnauzer, though, you know, as a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh... <laughs> Man, well, I mean, this, it's been, this it's been new a, environment is really throwing us off. Well, it is because we we all we went to get a coffee right before this, and uh, we went to. I feel like uh, it's we, having we had an opposite effect had, on me. I feel like it's making me it like pretty, a complete space case. It was pretty good though. It was one of those moments where you're like, "Hey, do we go to the really reputable independent place, or we do do we go to the new Starbucks that just opened up?" And then we, Mike and I both were like. Let's get that nitro, bro. Yeah, the nitro so, is kind of, a, it's like Guinness, the coffee. Yeah, so we went over there to Starbucks. And of course, I think the thing that's just thrown us all off of our square a little bit is we saw uh, one of those. I don't know if you've got one in your town. We have a couple in ours. Yeah. They're the people that like maybe once upon a time you were Facebook friends with before they became extremely problematic. Ostracized. And, uh, and then like sometimes you'll just see them in public and you'll just do anything you can to not make eye contact with that person. But yeah, we saw him. It's also, I think, I think a lot, I think a lot of what you're feeling right now and what's in the air might be related to this hysteria. That's, that's just happened. It's just taken over the internet recently, which is, uh, you know, everybody gearing up to head out to Nevada on September 20th and to, uh, area 51 to free the aliens. Yeah. One of my original, uh, things I wrote down, for this week was what's the deal with all this area 51 talk and then i actually learned it i feel like i learned everything on the internet like backwards you know what i mean like backlash against people who don't want ariel to be black Uh, and then you're like oh so that means there was people who didn't want ariel to be black oh ariel's gonna be black (laughs) you know what i mean like but you learn about it from like the the backlash to the backlash i see what you're saying you're you're always finding out about what the reaction to the news is and then you're like and it's like you watch the reaction video first and then watch the story yeah 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 no i mean i that's somehow how things get decimated right like just somebody will just go on a rant just being like reacting to the thing well, and that's think, the thing you might see first yeah and i but i also think it's kind of like uh and I, I don't not particularly in this case although i do think it could be applied but it's like the russian bots 
like they're like they make a big deal out of something that wasn't really that big a deal and the reaction is way bigger than the initial issue you know like the baby it's cold outside or the uh so you're not saying that the russians are interfering with our elections you're just saying they're actually they're causing inter- strife they're interfering with our interfering with our feelings yeah 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 no i mean it's kind of with our like, aliens i love it yeah. i love it i'm i'm excited like i mean you guys see the new stranger things anybody fuck no man what no. the fuck do i look like an eight-year-old in the 80s I know. I, I, unpopular opinion might coming through once again. It just it, it just went back to the Russians being the big baddies behind things, and right. just like I, I'm I'm all, I'm all here for like you know feeling like I did watching Rocky Four again. You know, let's bring the Cold War back. So, are you going to Area Fifty One? I think I might. You're gonna set up. When, what is the date exactly? September twentieth. I think uh, we're gonna get the dogs, me and my lady, and maybe a couple other people. Where is and so that's in Nevada. It's in some fucking deserty place in Nevada. We're gonna get an RV. I think that's the best way to do it because I doubt that there's real. I, I if there are any hotels in the area, I'm sure they're already booked. Because over a million people have responded saying that they're actually going to go do this. Yeah, I would say no one's actually going. Okay, I would say out of, million, yeah, out of a million. Yeah, out of a million, ten thousand. It's still a lot, a lot of people, yeah, yeah, you know right. what I mean? So it's still like a thing. And my whole here's the thing: it's going to die within a week. N- no. Like all like meme vibe, N- like a meme thing. No, I think that that by putting it just just past a month away, I I think this. All right, first of all, I have never in all of my days of memeing, I cannot recall a time when a sim- single subject so like like just took over the meme sphere in yeah. like a for for people who may not know uh joe is a is a meme lord that dsg do is a this joe do is a uh meme account yeah um, so i've never i i can't i can't recall levels of memory this high like you would say right now if if, if 10 memes are being made right now mm-hmm. on this at the very, this very moment seven and a half of them are about area 51 like and what percentage is that? These are how they're like trying to get kids engaged in math. Like the questions in school will be like, Joe has 10 memes. I can't do this. <laughs> seven seven I, and a half are basically. See, that's the thing is I'm, I'm the like. The memes are traveling I'm at 40 like, miles uh, per hour. I'm like Kevin Malone from The Office where he couldn't do any math unless you made it about food. <laughs> yeah. That's the way I am about memes. But no, seriously, it's. I don't think it's going to die within a week. I think it's actually just starting to like grow and grow. Going to be, it's going to be one of those things on Ellen and all that shit soon. But that's going to happen in another like week or two. So I think it's going to make it to September twentieth, and there's still going to be like a lot of momentum and a lot of people really actually interested in seeing what happens because the whole premise of the memes is like we're going to go there. They can't. The whole the hashtag is they can't stop us all, and the idea is that everybody's supposed to raid Area Fifty One and free the aliens that are inside there. And um, I don't know. Just the whole premise is pretty I, funny. I, I I think it's going to fade by then. I mean, I think it's a little too out there to be super mainstream. So you're saying that the follow-up EP to this is just going to be seven disappointing songs? Well, it's uh, how many? One that's maybe okay from like you know another. Yeah, this is this is the Ed Sheeran album of memes. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Listen, how many many memes are like this? Is this have action steps? You know what I mean? There's not usually memes that are attached to like an event or a proposed event. So with a, with an actual date, but this is feasible. It's doable. And I think I just want to get content. I just want to go there and I just want to follow my girlfriend. Well, why not around. take a trip to fucking Nevada? Why not? You know? That, that I like in, it from an, that in an RV. Here's the thing. In I'm going to be DJing in Los Angeles a few days prior. You want to meet me in Nevada, bro? Yeah. Maybe we'll do a live podcast from area. If we we do that. That's what I'm saying. We could actually <laughs> interview the aliens. Yeah. 
see what they think the next banger is going to be or what's working for them in the alien clubs. Oh, yeah. You know, I've got one of these really popular alien uh, alien songs on my phone here. Alien playlist? Yeah, yeah. Let me let, let me let me let you hear this guy. Um it's fucking it's a banger. Here it is. This is uh this is me listening to alien music after I get out of uh, Area 51. Oh, that shit knocks. Hold up. When's it? When's the Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> banger. Yeah. <laughs> banger. I was really amused that people started posting about all that stuff like the week after we were talking about how all of music was going to be replaced by tones right yeah yeah it's all falling together actually yeah it's all coming the prophecy is being fulfilled and you heard you heard what uh what kanye had to say about that right what It's just Skrillex? No, nah, that was Kanye's like statement. Like he's already starting to like move. Oh, into he's that speaking and... in Skrillex? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. The world is changing rapidly. Why did he choose Skrillex to speak? I think <laughs> that that's the closest that we've come from like, you know, as humans to reaching the like the it's a he's kind because Skrillex is a hybrid. Did I ever tell you about the time I saw Skrillex levitate? Uh no. <laughs> Okay, this is a real story. I don't remember exactly where it was. Maybe it was in Philly. Maybe it was at one of the Mad Decent block parties. And it was like it was definitely from like a Jack U performance where uh-huh. I was backstage with uh with with Wes while Diplo, had, you can say his real with name. Diplo, yeah. yeah, his real name. While he and Skrillex <laughs> were performing. And we know I'm comfortable enough to call him Diplo. There was a point in time. Diplo Dokus to you. All right, first of all, I don't know if you guys have ever um because I've actually seen and i've played a few shows of skrillex and definitely been to a lot of skrillex shows but i don't know if you guys have ever noticed that he's very athletic he's mm-hmm. extremely nimble yeah and can do crazy high jumps jack you be nimble i think was he, the original he's like one of those guys that just like if effortlessly just leaps onto the table and yeah. like does giant splits in the air and just lands like he's like a professional skateboarder and you could just tell he's just very you know he's just very uh athletic very agile but anyway, there was just one point in time where I saw him getting off of the table type thing. As he was descending, he like paused in air. I wasn't on drugs. I saw it. I just, I remember he just, it is, it, 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 I don't know. You guys ever see that trick that people do where, yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. where they're uh, doing a little magical step yeah. in the sky? Like cheerleaders do it and shit. Yeah. Dude, it was, you know what the best I ever heard of him. Just, go ahead. Well, anyway, so it was like that. I saw this one night. I'll never forget it. I'm like, yo, did you guys see fucking Skrillex kind of levitate? And then like, you know, if anybody's going to be levitating, it's going to be the guy that's actually capable of making alien language music. So the best I ever saw a magician levitate or the best like little like touch he put on it. He's uh-huh. like. I can only do this once because it takes so much energy out of me. <laughs> but um, back to aliens communicating via music. I think the first song uh, was a drum and bass song that I used to listen to. Um, it sampled the Superman theme. There's a part where it's like, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. And we used to pretend that was an alien. We were maybe not. 100% sober when we did this. Yeah, that's it. What? Who, who's this by? What is it? Is this Aphrodite? Here we go. 
Yeah, bring it back. Inside the ride selector. Speaking of rinse out one time, <laughs> Jungle Massive. I always liked it when Jungle MCs would like they would before uh, Nicki Minaj they would rhyme the same song like for like eighteen bars <laughs> in a row, the same word. Wow, wow. That's, uh, that's alien <laughs> rapping right there. <laughs> Little just alien ad libs. Yeah, yeah, just doing ad libs. <laughs> that's him. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I just snorted this. This alien's guy cracking me up, man. <laughs> he just kind of checking in every once in a while. He says that. I don't know if this translates on the podcast, but it was pretty fun when you were like candy flipping as a 19 year old. I'm just glad to that pretend that this was an alien rapping. I'm just glad that whatever we're talking about is just taking you to this place where this is something you brought to our attention. <laughs> <laughs> that this is uh, something you thought about. I, 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 I feel the alien in that. I wish I was uh, there. I wish I was in there. 1997 or whatever the hell this was. I'm going to go a little left field here because you just reminded me of something. Now, Michael, get ready because this is not on the Spotify. Y'all ready for this? No, I don't Y'all think ready that for one this? was on the Spotify. That was uh, on the YouTube. Oh, on the YouTube. Well, maybe stay on the YouTube. But anyway, Party Next Door has a new song called Come Baby Come. Not spelled like C-O-M-E, but C-U-M. So like guys, K-7? No, no, no. The nasty way. The ejaculation. Yeah, like K-7. Come, baby, come, baby, baby, right. come, come. No, but that was still spelled C-O-M-E. Ah, come on. But we knew what he was but saying. But we knew what he was saying. So anyway, this song, Come, Baby, Come, it's drum and bass, but it's a sex jam at the same time. It's a very weird hybrid of things that I just think like we just have to just take a moment to be like, appreciate i'm uh, interested what's it? Just assess? Assess? maybe assess let's yeah. assess this i'm gonna show you just one more time Ooh. how to do it come baby come I'm oh wow it's very toronto man come drum and bass was big there too yeah i mean it's that halftime i know you want to Yeah, it's weird. It's like a halftime drum and bass shit. It's interesting, man. The beat's cool. I don't really... I'm not like a... like. I don't know if I need like the uh, sexual imagery to this song. Explicit lyrics? Yeah, it's kind of like... It's, I don't know if it fits. But what about if uh, you were like... Kind of leaning boner. over, yeah. What if you were? What if you had a boner and you and you were, and you were with someone who wanted to receive the boner? Like, <laughs> would, would it make sense then? I don't know. I think I just kind of want to enjoy my music. Oh. All right, bro. Hey. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. This might be good when they released the clean version and they have to come up with something like really clever to say instead. Run, baby, run. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to hear that the beat comes back in again. He's really... I mean, he's at least like giving her that attention, you know? It's not just about him. This is interesting, though, for real. It's it, it's missing a lot, though. I love I love I almost love it, but I'm I don't like it at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How is that possible? Music. Yeah, I know. Just, uh, <laughs> because music. <laughs> it's those near misses. That is definitely our uh, you know artist being experimental song of the day. 
Yeah. Perhaps. Oh, I think we might have a few more. I mean, yeah. We definitely. Th- is this a drum and bass podcast now? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking. This is Rinse FM. Awesomely righteous drum and bass. Yeah. What um. Oh, do you, what do you want to do? Music? You want to talk about some of our topics? I just want to talk about Area Fifty One, but mm, I think it's been exhausted. <laughs> it's wait till we get to September. Well, would you consider making an Area Fifty One mixtape? Your your I see what you're doing song. there. <laughs> a, it would be yo. That's actually a fun idea. That might I'm be Superman Patreon, is an alien for our Patreon subscribers. Uh, so what else is on there? New, some nucleus jam on it. That's definitely right, on the right. Right. You're gonna have some uh, some nucleus jam on it. Um, maybe the whole album, dude. Have you seen that thing where they slow down the one track off there and it's the rhythm is the dancer sample? This this album has a very special place in my heart because I got it for my seventh birthday. Um, and uh, I still did you, have it. Did, did you immediately go out and find the biggest piece of cardboard you could find so you could practice breakdancing and listen to it? Or what? Uh, yeah, I mean. That was definitely part of the whole experience. <laughs> but uh, there's one song where it's like, it's like, but like when you slow it down, it's the sample of rhythm as a dancer. That, but you have to like super slow. It's really weird. Like it's, I guess it's that like, are you, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think it's the other way around. Speed it up. That. Rhythm is a dancer sampled the nucleus song. Unless yeah. that's what you're mean. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think they went back in time and far. <laughs> you don't think they not- Bruno Mars did? Can you hear it fast yeah, now? Can, yeah, you can hear it. Can if hear you it. slow it down a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, totally. you got to put that shit. Versus. It's not even that slowed down, but yeah, it totally is, hear it that. is slowed down. Oh, I, I think if I, put, down. If I, I think because it's in your head, you hear it more likely, but I don't know who found that shit out. You know what I mean? I think it's, you got to look at scratch bastards video where he does it. Uh, and I think he like gave credit to the person or he said that he saw it somewhere, but, um, he actually has the record and then slows it down and you hear it turn into that. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Maybe it's just, uh, 45 you played at 33 it sounds so like it might be, about be one like of those deals yeah, yeah 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 it's possible um but yeah that's uh it's just weird because when you hear rhythm you're like why would you need to sample that it's just the synth like you <laughs> right just play it. you know <laughs> like just, just play that shit but what else would be on the alien mixtape yeah that's t- that's i always tough. thought freestyle don't stop the rock sounded very uh, well, alien i mean pretty much any anything with the like old school vocoder break, robot break voice era. yeah break down that, oh, even that actually, was such a that, and that was a big part of that what's that west street mob right yeah that was a big part of that time yo i remember like having this old uh they all were in the aliens all them guys like africa bambata and all that yeah. like, you know what i mean and and it also coincided with like close encounters et like as a nation we were obsessed with aliens in the age of like this <laughs> Oh, this is this some is, other version is, of it. Or I, I was just this sounds say, This sounds like me doing an impression of the guy. <laughs> so, did we just did we just hijack our own show to make this uh, the uh, Area Fifty One playlist? Yeah, threadjacked it. We threadjacked it. <laughs> What's a, is there anything more other than the Skrillex? Is there anything modern that's like? I think a lot of that Skrillex shit is there, especially the drops. 
Um, they're angry aliens, though. I don't think I want to meet the the dubstep aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like super abrasive, and they come on real friendly. Like, oh, like they're the ones that would be like, oh, we're just peaceful guys. And then, oh my god! And then the drop comes, and they just start sawing everyone's heads off with their arms that are made of saws. Oh fuck! Their arms turn into saws. It's just hack city. Not the saw arms. Yeah, we're like the '80s guys. They seem like funky aliens. Like they're they're gonna come. They're gonna maybe show you some cool new dance moves, um, and then they're they're gonna like have a have a barbecue. I definitely and invite you, and it'd be like, wow, you've really like brought a lot to our barbecue culture here uh, in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it might be a good point to move on. Yes, please. Be, be, <laughs> speaking of mixes, mixtape. When's the last time you made a mix? I the last time I did a mix was like for a radio show. I feel like that right. kind of counts. Me too. Almost doesn't. doesn't count though, right? It's but, almost like you're feel, you know you're doing a here's an hour of airtime. So right, it's not quite the same as having a conceptual right, fully realized like mixtape. What so, about you, Fluff? When's the last time you did a mix? You probably do them like every night just for yourself or something, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I did one, I think, like three months ago, uh, but I really only did that just because I could have been recording this one night at Tiki that I just was like on some other plane uh, yeah. and played like uh, played that Enya song that Fuji sampled and uh, Alan Parsons and oh, like everything. That's a little it was a cool, serious yeah, space constellation. True, true, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I've, but I before remember, that, like, I think I'm, the last mix before that like, was probably this is like my a year mix. and a half ago. Yeah, so it's been like almost three years for me when I made the all-inclusive uh, the Island Vibes mix. It was cool for me because I, I got back into like reggaeton yeah. and I, it made me research some dance hall and all the Drake one dance was out at the time and it got sure. me the Afro beats. It got me researching about that. So it was relevant for me, but. I don't know, like how it kind—that's kind of like a tree falling in the forest. I feel like when you so make a mix. So my days. last thing that I would consider a mix actually was right after Lil Peep died. Oh right, I right. made like a I made a Lil Peep like best of mix, and yeah, it was getting a lot of plays. Um, Timely, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was just fucking devastated. Like this was a cathartic thing to do. And so I made this mixtape of all like my choices. It was like two hours long of like the best of Lil Peep or something like that. I loved it. People loved it. It was going good. And then one of the songs, um, the song 16 Lines, was one of the songs that came out on his like posthumous mm-hmm. album so earlier like in the year. So, and it was a little bit of a different version. It was a little more demo-y for him or something. And so there I was with my new SoundCloud account, finally, uh, you know, re-entering the SoundCloud community after they took my you know they deleted my account a few years ago and then they fucked me over again so so that might be a bummer one time when the mix is going to be kind of well received when it's like super timely for whatever reason very specific yeah very specific Mm -hmm. uh yeah it's almost like the perfect storm of like timeliness specificity and like maybe music a lot of people don't know right yeah that was also a big part of it like because i know that people would be like this guy died and some people would be like i don't know who this person is right. I, don't, I don't know their music whereas i was like fully immersed in like, yeah in in his in his music and so i was like well here's an introduction like here's like mm-hmm. here's 
just a couple years worth of just this great music, you know? So, so it, it had a purpose. Yeah. You know? So the, the overall question though, that we were talking about is, is the mix dead? Oh, fuck. It's just sadly, it doesn't have to be, but it, it affect it, it, it seemingly is. Right. I mean, we're all, we've all been DJing for years but now. For it so kinda, long. It kind of seems like a death of a thousand cuts kind of situation. Here's why, here's why I believe it doesn't have to be, especially in a hip hop context. We're talking about like, say you're DJing. How long does each song play in a in a in a low budget regular weekend DJ set? An two hour, mi- two a minutes, minute, a two minute minutes. to thirty seconds to two minutes, right? Two minutes, yeah. Two minutes. All right. I just, only because I'm trying to fill time, you right. know. But I know I know there's a lot of DJs that are even faster than that, like forty five seconds to a minute and fifteen seconds worth of a song. You know, I'm yeah, just, yeah, sure. I like a like Benzie, for instance, is a guy that just sort of like will go all night intro to intro more or less Does he you know play for four hours i mean he has before but yeah like sometimes you know I mean? sometimes yeah. yeah he's not doing that exactly but you, you would think that a relevant mix as long as it's like relevant music like we could kind of replace the whole spotify playlist thing in the in the ears of the the youths just because you keep it moving and they don't have to hear the whole song well they keep it moving themselves with the playlist it's still a lot of yeah. You can the, you can move it as you want, yeah. and they can skip at their own like because if it was up to a lot of people, it would be ten seconds a song. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I swear I'd never lose a dance floor because I chose the wrong song. I'll lose the dance floor for letting the right song play like a too, chorus too long. too long. Yeah, and I'll, like I'll miss my cue or something. I'll be like fuck, and then I have to sit because you know the rule: you can't cut off a verse, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. And, and, and I'm like sitting there just like watching people like fade because someone's getting all rapidy for the second verse in a row now or just going on. And I'm just like, like these are the same people that just exclaimed like, enjoy. Like, enjoy. Oh no, they're having to listen to the Spliff Star verse. <laughs> yeah, or just on this hot Busta song in 2019. Yeah. I can never play enough Spliff Star in 2019. Um. I didn't even know that so, was a real name. If there was a way was to make a mixtape and have each track, like, you know how we used to make mix CDs, we would track it. Yeah. So you could skip to each blend. If there's a way you could do that in a playlist form, then that might be a way to keep the mix alive. If you can be like, here's the mix. And then each thing is individually tracked in a playlist. And so you could skip and get to like the blend. If someone doesn't, cause you need to give people the option of like, but even in the DJ drama style, like hip hop mixtape of like a host and a Lil Wayne, that shit's kind of dead too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now everyone just releases an album and calls it a mixtape or know, a playlist, right? Yeah. We're going to have to, uh, one of these days, follow this topic up. We're going to have to have our guy Pesh from Live Mixtapes. I have him call in and talk to him a little bit about like what, you know, what's it's like, you know, because live- in this climate. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you know, Live Mixtapes and Dat Piff were always like the top two like, right. hip hop mixtape spots. I'm really, really curious to know what is like what what their world exists like, you know, and I'm, I think. Uh, so it's interesting, like when when Mac Miller died, like someone made a post about uh that wave or someone made a tweet that got retweeted or something talking about like that was a wave like him Wiz Khalifa currency the Dat Piff wave uh-huh. you know like on my end of that was I was super into the um Trapaholics real tra- you know the Juicy J rubber band business all that shit yep. was that era too so like everything it was kind of like an era you know the same way you had like 
the club banger era of the early 2000s or you know what i mean the mashup era you had like that that piff era it brought about like the Wiz Khalifas and stuff currency is still like existing and making mixtapes yeah and there is still like an underground mixtape following for people yeah that would be an interesting talk to have what is the state of the mixtapes on that level mm-hmm. i honestly just feel like it's got to truly be something that you want to do for your own research and do it without an expect of any type of reward or feedback or retweets or well, promo. We, we can admit this. If you're able to take within the context of a mixtape and give it the ebb and flow of how to rock a crowd on a dance floor, there's still a place where a mixtape can be effectively better than any playlist could mm-hmm. ever be. Right. If done right, if done well. Right. It's just at this point, has everybody just kind of like thrown in the towel like oh my last time i dropped a mix like people aren't really listening to mixes anymore like nobody's just doing it anymore is that what's going on because you you still can't beat a fucking dope blend right or a dope yeah, yeah. transition you can't have that if you got two songs that are i think the the big thing about it is the way that people listen to music it's not people don't download right. mixes anymore and they're not loading up ipods people don't download period yeah I can even say it with myself, man. Like I'll be, I'll see like DJ friends or something make a mix and I'll go to check it out and I'll just skip through it just to see like what's on there. I feel like consuming a mix, how it should be consumed. It's just like, ain't nobody got time for that. You know, you're going to put it on and you're not going to touch your phone and skip through it or do anything for 45 minutes, half hour, whatever, whatever it is, you know, you're just going to put something on and leave it there. I don't think anyone listens to anything like that. Anymore. And they do with podcasts. I think that there's a way for this this art form, the blockbuster video of DJing. Yeah. That I feel like it could still be relevant. All right, first of all, you're putting people on a new shit. That being said, I could also see getting together and making the fucking like, party the, mix. The, 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 party uh, mix 2000. Yeah, but yeah, the party mix 2000 or even like the throwback um Funkbox party mix, like if it's done well, like right. that could still beat the shit out of any playlist. Yeah. Your mixing has to be super on point. And the ratio of DJs that make mixes and make mixtapes that actually know how to effectively right. mix is really low. Right. Like you might yeah. be able to get away with transitioning things in the club without losing your job or getting tossed. But the amount of people who have the ear and the skill and the technical ability to create that sort of like essential yeah. ride with yeah. a mixtape is low. Only the masters have that ability it's not like everybody has that yeah yeah i guess another big factor in this is also how soundcloud treated people in the last like yeah five years yeah that's a huge thing like i personally and you you i know you had the same thing had all my mixes on soundcloud hours and hours and hours of music millions of fucking plays i don't know i guess soundcloud is where i have my most followers yeah i mean i had that too i pulled all my stuff before everything got flagged but it's not a place to put mixes anymore. Well, but it's also like, they could be like, hey, your account is deleted, but here's a fucking record of like the numbers these things were doing on the internet. By mm. the way, now this is Googleable. These were your fucking figures. Like this fucking mix got millions of plays. You had 30,000 fucking followers and now it's all gone. It doesn't exist anymore. Mm. It's like it never fucking existed. Mm-hmm. And that shit is so devastating that, that and that happened to everybody it yeah, happened yeah. To signed artists mm-hmm. people were getting their own fucking music pulled yeah just like a whole lot of fuck shit because they've just been trying to 
redefine their platform. And before there was even the term SoundCloud rappers, it was fucking DJs that made SoundCloud a fucking Mm -hmm. thing. And they fucked us over as soon as they had a chance to get at the regular music industry table. And uh, fuck them, man. Fuck that shit. And that's a big part of why mixes are effectively dead. It's SoundCloud's fucking fault. Yeah, that's definitely a big part in it. It was a, yeah, you could do MixCloud and other things like that. It wasn't the same thing as when SoundCloud was in its uh, MixCloud's weird too. Like you can't, you can't, you can't go rewind. back. Yeah. You can fast like, forward, you can't rewind. Is, like, how does that even, why? Because of copyright? What's, what the fuck's that? Yeah, it is. They pay out the royalties for all the stuff that's on there. Uh-huh. And so nothing ever gets pulled from there unless you have, you know, an unreleased song or something. Mm-hmm. But because there's a different license for something that's streaming quote unquote on demand Mm -hmm. which is like you can rewind a song you can fast forward but if it's something that's just streaming that's a different much less expensive license yeah and so that's why you can't rewind on there right because there's been mixes where i fast forward and then it gets to a part and i'm like oh hold on i want to hear how they transitioned into this part yeah yeah, yeah. because the beginning was boring but now they're playing something interesting and i want to make sure i didn't miss any of that interesting shit and i can't go back to it Mm -hmm. so i gotta like reload the mix and then just scrub to where i might have missed it you can do it that way it's like a cheat yeah yeah but But then what you can only do that like three times or something i don't know man it's mm -hmm. just weird it's it's cumbersome to navigate i think that's probably one of the biggest issues with it is there's no way to do mixes online that's both convenient and not risky that you're going to put in like all this work to like, yeah. you know, satisfy your fan base, build your fan base, get higher offers, etc. It's all just house of cards that can right. come down whenever. So. so maybe we should do mixes for here and just put them on this feed. That yeah, would be yeah. a way. And then you can just do the 15 second bump ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way in a podcast where you're like, all right, this conversation is kind of boring. Let me fast forward. Oh, this is interesting. All right, let me go back a little bit and see when they got into this topic because I was starting to lose there it. There are a lot of DJs now on Twitch. That's starting to be a thing. Yeah. yeah. Twitch yeah. is also replacing uh, YouTube for political commentators. You know, mm-hmm. they're getting demonetized on YouTube and you can like, find ways to make money on twitch yeah i think really once the music industry irons out some shit about how artists are going to get paid for people streaming stuff then i think mixes are gonna just tidal wave come roaring back and like yeah like a lot of most of them are probably gonna be shitty like anything they might come back around this might just be a dip in the fucking thing yeah yeah i think a lot of it is just that the platform is not there for it right now but I was starting to wonder, like, are mixtapes kind of like vinyl DJs now, where it's just this, like, Antique novelty, kind of novelty and people that are into it are into it because it's like, oh, this is the craft the way that it used to be. But no, I don't the think reason it is. Why pe- the reason why people aren't into it is because nobody's really doing it effectively right now, currently. Like, It's not like back in the day when you'd be like, yo... My whole career's fucking built off a mixtape. Yeah, you know? and you would drop something on SoundCloud as a DJ the same way an artist would drop something on their fucking label mm-hmm. and the shit would fucking fly through the roof and do numbers and be a tangible, valid yeah. thing. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. people walking up to you in person that had actually listened to something that you right. put online. <laughs> what I miss, miss, is the CDs. When you could actually give someone something tangible and actually have a conversation about it. And it's fucked up is like if somebody handing me a cd right now no matter what's on it i'm just like i can't even play this dude no it's like thank you for adding to the clutter in my apartment 
<laughs> I think people thought it was going to pick up with people putting mixes on flash drives and stuff, but putting mixes on flash drives and stuff. Flash drives are just a little too expensive. It's a little yeah. bit too expensive. You could spend a couple hundred bucks pressing up a few hundred CDs and just hand them to people, give them to people. And it would without... double as a business card. You yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Times change. What can you do? Also, like, even if you got a one gig fucking flash drive for your mix, it's still just a little bit too expensive to just be going and make to just give away. Right. Yeah, definitely way more than a CDR. But when we talk about SoundCloud and the lack of medium to even inspire you to do so, the CDs gave me inspiration because I would know I would get to see someone face to face when I give it to them and know that they got it. Might not know if they listened to it, but I know that so many people receive this and I know what they look like and I might know their name and they might come to my parties where when you just put something online, it's like, who knows? And so all you have is them numbers, you know? I just think about it a lot. I think what we have to do is just get, just make them, just make them. And if also, you make them, they also will come. encourage some of our other extremely talented and high profile DJ friends that it's important to make iconic and mixes and we have to save this because it was a very huge part of yeah. being a great dj it was a way to promote yourself that actually related to djing other than like follower counts and promo photos and the fucking dj calendar and Absolutely. All this was like hey this is something i actually do yeah and you can also go to all sorts of different places with a mix that you wouldn't in a club right and do it in the same kind of way but you're playing for a different situation yeah it just it has to crowd. be uh it has to be about the mix. It can't just be about the content anymore yeah. because you that's where the, that's where the playlist took over. Like yacht rock. I don't you don't really need to make the yacht rock mix now, you know. Though, I will say that for years and years doing smooth sailing, people would reference back to the yacht rock mix that you Mike did like Smooth before, Holiday. Yeah, before before we started that party yeah, well, cuz there weren't really there you know right but you don't nobody need to do was that even, now no yeah, yeah so yeah. that was like that was 2006 2005 yeah, yeah. you know the era we're talking about for any idea you have now there's already a playlist for it on Spotify yeah yeah there's a playlist for it but it's that whole open format DJing style where you can listen to just about any kind of music that's done in that skilled clever way mm. and if it's done well it's going to be a lot more than the sum of the parts and yeah. people aren't privy to that right now so Joe's call to action. We got to get back on the mixtapes. We can start posting through this feed. So you might get a notification like, hey, Art has uploaded a new episode, but it might not be an episode. It might be one of them little things we call a mix. Hey, it's a mix. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> I keep an eye peeled. So on to new music. So onto this playlist here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we will make a mix of the songs we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. See, so that's so, something that I, that would be awful. What's that? A mix of new music. <laughs> a, a mix of new music. See, that's something I'm kind of glad is gone. Right. Right. The, like monthly DJ mixes. Right. Yeah. They're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. whatever's new. Right. 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 It's not all bad. Yeah. Some, Good things drowned on this ship as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there were some evil people on the Titanic. Yeah. Yo, okay. So let me start off with our approach that works. Me and Joe used to work at Armand's Records, one of the big record stores in Philadelphia. And our job was to tell DJs what they needed to rock the party that weekend on whatever their particular gigs were. So I just want to start with... What is 100 A lot less getting to yell at people. Oh, man. I remember one time this dude was in there. And he was like describing what I knew was the percolator. 
and I just didn't want to tell him <laughs> and I just had him going through all these sounds and descriptions like it's time like, come for on something. man they do the dance it's like I was like man I don't I don't know he's like they gotta <laughs> dance to it man oh, I was man. like ah and then he started getting mad and then it, like there was a little girl next to him it was like oh it's the percolator and I was like shut up <laughs> that was one of my prime dickhead moments there I generally like to help people but every, you just get in a mood sometimes you know what I mean oh, it's yeah. like you're like come on well, dude of course records cost money and so part of it is probably financial and they're just but a lot of people are just very resistant to the idea of sometimes picking up records that they're essentially going to need and then they would come back like a few days later and be like i need to get that record now because i didn't have it and i looked like a fool but yeah at, at the time with a lot of old heads and their old head ways it just ends up being a lot of shouting <laughs> <laughs> so of any new joints that dropped there's one song that you gotta have i would be shocked if it doesn't become something that we all play and becomes a staple and that is can you guess what it is is it a song that features a particularly hot girl group? Yeah, there's uh, five of them on the list, by okay, the way. Okay, so it's the sure. one with French Montana. Yes, it yeah, is yeah. Wiggle It, French Montana, featuring City Girls, which samples, unlike what most people in the YouTube comments thought was Pitbull Hotel Room Service, it actually samples Nightcrawlers. Push the feeling on. Yeah. Though maybe it's a to-the-limit DJ Khaled situation where, yes, that is the sample, but maybe the producers were like, yeah, let's sample that Pitbull song. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you agree with me? Is this like a certified club banger in the waiting, in the mix, in the wait? I mean, it's clearly going to be work. It's going to work in the club. It's uh-huh. just a club song. Here's the thing. French, usually when he makes a club song, it it he gets his push. Like, unforgettable. Like, when I heard that, I was like, this song's so, like, kind of boring and blah. But it, over time, became, like... But I, I heard it at the dentist. I don't think <laughs> this is the type of song that's going to be, like, a top ten... No? Hit. Oh, I think it will. You think it's just going to be a club Expecting to hear this in the dentist in a year? No. Not the dentist, but, um... The radio. Radio. I, I think this is going to be a radio hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious, uh, kind of curious, Mike, about this Croatia Squad song you put in here. Throw it on. Oh, okay. Don't miss all you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss all you ladies pop your pussy like this. The original Croatia Squad one, I think, was the first song of theirs that I heard. They're just one of those. How does this song exist on Beatport? Because they probably didn't license this, right? But I guess they probably are now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I said I, I played. I played it Friday night. I was kind of like, I have a Tatiana house remix. It's dope, man. Yeah. It almost has nothing to do with Tatiana, which is probably why I like it. Like it just goes like the same way this is. Like it's just kind of repeating other chant, mm-hmm. and then it gets like that deep, like doom 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 doom, doom like a deep house type shit. And and I was playing that, and like a little voguing broke out, so I kind of kept it in this housey remix of hip hop. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let me throw this in. I haven't played it yet, and people will stay with it. Obviously, it's for a certain gig, a certain type of gig and a certain sure. type of party and vibe, but it's new music. I've been finding lately that I love playing house just for the fact that people dance to it. 
if it works, mm-hmm. then there is that unison that is lacking with hip hop. To dance to hip hop, it's always just this like exhibitionist, extreme twerking, Snapchat rapping. It's never just like feeling the music and grooving yeah, and the, to it. The recognition is so important too. Yeah, there's always a look at me towards it. But when you have Calvin Harris One Kiss or something like that, or Electricity Silk City, and you have people just like dancing, singing along, not doing anything extravagant except feeling the music, I really look forward to that now. <laughs> Many times it's saved my nights where I'm playing all the new hip hop and everyone's just kind of going through the motions and then I'll just go up tempo and start playing newer up tempo joints be it like dual lipa type tracks and shit like that and people ride with it the same people that were like mean mugging waiting to hear the newest hip hop shit just kind of let go and now it's actually looks like a dance floor so here's one that I've seen a uh, dancey little number called sizzling it's by Daphne I've seen this on a lot of charts it was lately by Sizzla. Sizzling by Sizzla. Sizzla featuring SZA. This is Sizzlin'. (laughs) Very throwbacky. Oh, yeah. You're now in the mix with DJ Donnie D. I got my own vocal that I want to do to this, but I'm waiting for it to actually start. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna Girl, need, uh, let me put it in your mouth. I'm going to need something to happen. Oh. Now, Michael, um, as a person who <laughs> studies the uh, international Spotify charts, where is yes, this, yes. Uh, where's this uh, song coming from and what country is it popular in? I would guess UK. Um, let's see. It's a pretty cool song. I don't know where I would... I, I would definitely let's play see. it at my, uh, like in the uh, more oh. up-tempo part of my, uh, my... It's a Canadian. Soulful it's a brunch. This is, yeah, this is, day, this is for daytime DJing. It's daytime music. <laughs> But I will say this: If I heard this in the daytime, I would be, I would probably walk up and ask the DJ, "What the hell is this playing?" Yeah, Just I think I, I think this good. might be the uh, daytimey song of the summer. Oh, that's a bold I proclamation! Mean, well, Whoa. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me let me back that up a little. I'm more saying that I get the vibe that people are treating it that way. Then really? this is my conclusion. Yeah, I've seen it on a lot of charts. Have you seen any DJs playing it? Heard any DJs playing it? No, but where would I be that a DJ would be <laughs> playing this? <laughs> like that I, kind of DJing? Like it's not really. Nah, you might be at a at a pool or something. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm talking about like, <laughs> of course I'm not talking about in real life. I'm talking gotcha. about via IG stories and stuff like that. Sure, sure, okay. You know I see, what I mean? I see. So, song of the summer, eh? Yeah, I mean, I think that's like a like. <laughs> That's like a song that's going to be popular on Beatport for a long time, I think. Like a, like like a duck kind of sauce song. type thing? Like a... Uh, kind of like a... Barbara Streisand. Or like a like a Todd Terge, or however you pronounce yeah, that. Like a, that guy they all love. Yeah, like yeah. that kind of... Like Song yeah. of the Summer for that beard disco kind of crowd. <laughs> you guys doing anything? Rocking out a little bit with that, that new Fisher song? I have it. I've, I haven't I've played, played it. it some. It's, Yo, can, since it's we're right. in that, since we're in that vein, can we go to the other housey joint that I put on there? The yes. black V necks. This is a little more in that. By the way, back to that 
that pop Black your V-neck, pussy Crow yeah, Croatia Squad yeah. thing. I have 47 different house remixes of, of, of My Neck, my, my, neck back. my Back uh-huh. on my laptop currently. So that's just another one to add to that collection. Maybe that's the next mix you make. <laughs> all pop your pussy like this? <laughs> yeah. It's all pop your pussy, but it's not pussy popping music. It's house. We want to call the mix My Neck, My Back, My Life. <laughs> my Neck, My Back, My House Music, My Crack. <laughs> one hour of My Neck, My Back remixes. Um, yeah, Black V-neck. It's not a good Google name, but the song itself, it's on Dirty Bird. Shout out to Dirty Bird because that's some good ass house music, right? Sounds so it sounds very Dirty Bird. They got their sound. It's got a uh, hedonistic vibe. It's almost like the female dances with white girls, right? Yeah. Would that be dances with black guys. <laughs> I want to play it on the dance floor with a Fisher. Yeah, you can you can practically see the strobe lights. Yeah, you want to play yeah, with yeah. Fisher. Uh huh. There's a, like I said, I'm, I'm being I'm I'm way more interested in this kind of music now. I haven't really responded yet to what you're saying over there, but the bigger picture implication is that this is an evolution for you as a DJ. This is like I'm I'm changing my name to Michael Von McGuire'sburg. Oh my god, Michael. McGuireson. Michael Von McGuireson. First of all, Michael McGuire is a great house music DJ name. Yeah. Sounds like you play like filtered house. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Yeah, you need you need some promo photos, but we maybe yeah, a black V neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is cool. Yeah. I mean, the thing with this kind of music is that is kind of your reaction in this setting. You don't really appreciate it till you hear this on the sound with the lights and then like you and feel that build up yeah. and like that song's almost like a lack of drop almost. You know what I mean? It's almost like you know, I mean, it's like back to the groove, which is a trend that I kind of like Fisher's kind of like that, too. Mike, I'm just wanted to say. I'm really excited about about my transition about, to about, tech house guy. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. You're just like, thank God he's excited about something. Basically, <laughs> it's, like, it's nice to see you excited. A, to, to I can't play. just like watch you nah, from dude, afar, I just mean, staring like, at the billboard charts, like shaking your dude, fist at the clouds all well, the time. No, I mean, I like hip hop to listen to, but come on, man, this shit is not for fucking dancing, man. It's so. I mean, the twerk shit is out. The bounce. The bouncy comeback, I like that. But when I want to see what I traditionally think a good dance floor looks like, hip hop doesn't produce it most of the time. Reggaeton does, reggae does, mm-hmm. Drakeish hip hop does, Island Beats. Island Beats, yeah. Afro that, beats. that produces it. Well, Afro Beats follows, falls under Island Beats. It's just it's like a pretty big island. Humongous island. I think a good example is just the way, like, you know how, like, reggae and dance hall used to be sexy and then it turned into sure. like doing wwe moves off the bar daggering you know and you're like well this isn't sexy it's actually a bit disturbing that's kind of like very reflective of shit now so when i turn into michael van michelson <laughs> i guess that's my my house dj name when michael van michelson steps on the scene let's work on that name <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that doesn't happen 
you know, people are grooving. People are dancing in unison as a collective dance floor being one organism, you know? I'm just excited about the idea of you being somebody that likes to move the dance floor in this dance music style. I've just known you for a long time. And as, more, just, as more abrupt. What I've always seen is that world knocking on your door like Mike let us in and you go, no. Really? Yeah, kind of, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, you're very accepting and like the crossover jams you're yeah. one of the first people on them and stuff but the idea of like hey mike uh can you play house music for a half hour 45 minutes an hour like that shit to me just sounds like oh i want to know no, don't, don't i want to know this new you don't get me wrong man when i say house music i'm not really talking about necessarily the shit we just played or i'm so, like the, the calvin harris type joints you know yeah. like as many of them as i can find right. that have a pop appeal that people know the words to people know the words to all that shit man it's just more dancey remixes necessarily than tempo, proper house man yeah. up tempo yeah but one kiss calvin harris is a house song electricity is they're going for that and there's other songs too the azalea banks joint that we talked about the anna winter that's like over a year old now, but that's a house song, you know. They're not they're not trying to be too experimental with this. What else we got? All right, I'm only seeing a couple of their up tempo things on here with like the biggest song charting right now. Oh yeah, I got a request for this this weekend, yeah. and I, I found Me a few. Too. I found a few housey remixes of it to make it a little less uh, Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, uh, I think people are pretty into that right now too. Yeah. I actually don't even know what the regular version sounds like. Oh, here it is. Yeah. This is what I heard, but does it change or does it have this lack of drums throughout? This is really extended without drums, I feel like. Yeah, it's just the snaps and... Yeah. Uh, no, I, I a have... Little, a little in the chorus, I, I have guess, a little but... punchier remixes. Not that don't change the song much at all, but it's just a little bit... You're sitting yeah, there waiting that, for the drop. That regular a little bit version with yeah. the, uh, the kick on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the only other one that I know of on here that was like up-tempo-y is uh, this one that I threw in here by Somi. It's called Birthday. A little faster. No, this is like double time. Was, yeah. This was, was like I think shake she's, it off. Uh, Korean oh, or Japanese, God. but it's just one of these things where it's like... I do not like this kind of music. <laughs> oh, but it, do you guys, it goes into these so many different songs, genres do you, in really? here. Do you guys, yeah. do you guys right. hate me or something? <laughs> <laughs> If I heard a DJ play this, I'd leave. This is something I would hear maybe on a Skittles commercial. Yeah. This is something I would I would take off and I would throw both shoes at the DJ. <laughs> yeah, this is this is. But hold on. Let's see. Wait for the drop. All right, well, first of all, this drop is Diplo's fault. <laughs> oh, yeah. Secondly, I, that's what I, I mean. It's, an, I it's about just, five years late, the drop, right? I would go out, I would leave the club, I would go steal a car, and then I would drive it through the fucking front door of the club if the DJ played this song. That's what I would do. <laughs> Fluff's like, well, it's a good thing you weren't a tiki on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I played it. I juggled it for 45 minutes. Can we get into some stuff that's like not terribly corny? Yeah, we started off practical with the wiggle, so, right? And then we got all over the place trying to. Can be we cool. talk about the Dreamville album? Because I'm a little pleasantly surprised with what I heard from that. You had a couple of jams from there. You well, like, the we one, got an intro one, the one, yeah, uh, 
The down, 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 down. Yeah, this is like a perfect combination of good rapping, but also flavor and style that makes it catchy. You know what I mean? The down, down. You know what I mean? It's got like swag to it. You know? It's not just like rapidy rap. And then uh, yeah, I like the jam Costa Rica. That's that's what. What is that one? That that thing's Costa Rica. Didn't? Strike you? I mean, I, I didn't. I'm, it's not coming to me. That's this right here. I didn't. I didn't get through this album that deep. Actually, I had it on like at the gym, and it wasn't good gym music at all. So I skipped it. Yeah. <laughs> you were you sitting there counting bars instead of. Oh, it's so slow, man. Yeah, if you're trying to double time to this in the gym, you're gonna get exhausted. Yeah, this this is this doesn't do anything for me. This is quintessential slow 2019 rap to me. Isn't it all like that right now? Yeah, well that's what I mean. Like that's why I like the other joint because it had some bop to it. I think they both have about the same amount. One one man's bop is another man's early wop, super early warm up bop. I call it. Yo, okay, so we can we talk about the Bulls who pulled a uh, What a Time to Be Alive, much like Drake and Future, Jay Balvin and Bad Bunny did a surprise collab, came out a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much all fire. My joint on it is the one with Mr. Easy. Como un bebe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw that on. Tell me you ain't in the pool, summertime, fucking grooving. I like this beat. Wait till the fucking lounge vibe comes in. It's yeah. Oasis. Lego. Lego. Trato, trato. Oh yeah. Lounge tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a kind of crossover thing that I'm kind of surprised hasn't happened more because play, there's a I lot of this, reggaeton that's very yeah. similar vibe this, to Afrobeats. Yeah, yeah, this is the hybrid. This is a perfect yeah. hybrid right here, you know? It's good, too, because a lot of times I end up juggling between the two. It's a when bridge, I'm, yeah. When I'm not playing Neverending Story at Tiki, <laughs> it's a lot of trying to figure out no, how to spin the plates and not yeah. lose interest. You, what is the uh, the Latin version of Neverending Story? Do you have that? Macarena? I would have said uh, Pobre Diablo. But. I play this every time I DJ. It's not early, you know what I mean? But it's... Uh, it lets everybody know they're in the right place. Yeah, it, hey, we're not going to get too uptight tonight. There's also this is the uh, the bad bunny that's Jonathan like the, Livingston the big one right now. <laughs> what? Which song is this? Kayaita. This is a solo. Bad bunny and Taney. Bad bunny and Taint. <laughs> Lil Taint. Yo, Lil Taint is a good rapper name. <laughs> I'm surprised it doesn't exist yet. It probably it, it might. <laughs> There's at least a little poopy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I wonder what he's up to. He's got to be uh, high school age by now. Dude, there's so much uh, Latin shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's just all, you know, it all depends on what bubbles to the top. It's like any type of, like, non-American music. You really have no say in what reaches and crosses over. And sometimes the oddest songs do. Like a, like a fall, Davido. 
Yeah, like of all the Afrobeat song, like how is that? Why is that the song that crossed over? I think it's just because of the uh, the line uh, that "Don't want to be a player yeah, no more" line. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the familiarity yeah. of that line leads to that song kind of mm-hmm. hitting a little harder than others. All right, how about something that's sure to put you in a in a good mood here? Okay. <laughs> I'm curious to see what happens with this song. I've already gotten requests for really? it. Really? Yeah. I got a request from the bartender. Mm. Oh. And I did it was because the Steve Winwood fan convention was in town. Yeah. <laughs> and this is Whitney Houston, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over a Kygo. She recorded this before or after she died. <laughs> I think it was before. <laughs> Not sure though. We walk the line and try to see. I mean, can you ever be mad at a Steve Winwood higher love in any form? No, I, I I don't. I have no problem with it. I'm curious to see. Yeah, I'm fine with this. Cause yo, Kygo kind of gets traction. You know? Yeah. He's got that Zed uh, EDM crossover track record, like a DJ Snake or Zed. You know what I mean? Like when he comes out with a song. It gets the radio play on like you know whatever pop radio is. So I feel like this could be something. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Probably would have been better. Probably would have been better in 2015. That Avicii song did nothing. Uh, nothing. Yeah. But this is just like it's it's happy and it's inoffensive. Yeah. And it's familiar. Right. And everybody loves Whitney Houston. Yeah. It'd probably be more surprising if it wasn't popular. You'd be surprised if it wasn't popular? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. I'm not surprised if anything isn't popular. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just expect everything to be a, a flop. So there was a song uh, unleashed on us last week. Um, maybe the the biggest song ever. The actual song of the do, summer. Do you, or at least one, uh, at least one seventh of the summer? Talk about a little number by our boy Little John. Oh, it's called. It's called. Go ahead. Why don't you just play it? You ready to eat some fucking tacos, bro? You ready to eat some fucking tacos, bro? That's like a Baltimore sound right there. Everything about this. They is got great. the sound right. They got the be more club yeah. sound going. It's just that sounds like a DJ class sample. He made shots, but made it about Mexican food. Got the bed squeak. What the fuck, man? <laughs> what, is, what, what is this all about? How do you just make this song and just put it out? Like, like you So, recently, I don't know if this has inspired this or not, but LeBron James no, had LeBron, an Instagram yeah, no, post LeBron with his family yeah. about Taco Tuesday, and he got everybody in the house going, Taco Tuesday. Everybody was excited. And 
I think I think I think, I, I think it's connect. I was gonna say something. I saw something about LeBron James. Yeah. Yo. What day is it? <laughs> you playing this at Drake night, Joe? <laughs> I'm gonna play it somewhere. <laughs> Where? Because I want to be there. Is this a real song? Yeah. <laughs> like, did it really come? Is this something he just like made as a joke? Like, for, just, or is this I, a commercial? Like, what I don't is, know, is, man. Is it, is, that's like, what I say. How do you just like? How do you just make this and just not tell anyone about it? That's the. <laughs> and he's telling everyone about it now. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just. You can't just make a you song can't just like spring that. that on people. You gotta really. You gotta set. We them need up. a backstory. We need on a certain level. It is the greatest thing I've ever heard it's in my life. It's produced really well. The, the, like like you said, they got it right. It's a, almost a perfect Jersey Be More hybrid. Yeah. It's right in the middle. Yeah, no, totally. And that bam, 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 da, 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 is super catchy. And it does have the shots element of the way his... Right. Oh, no, it's, he remade shots, various Tacos. forms of Mexican <laughs> food. Did did someone commission this from Lil Jon? That's Don? what like, I... That we need... All right, here's the thing, Joe. You wouldn't play Montel Jordan. This is how we do it on anything but a Friday night. So you would have to be DJing on a Tuesday. No. So, no? No. You're going to make it's an different. exception in this case? This is how we do it. it. says it's Friday night. Yeah. So if you're playing it on another night, you're fucking lying to yourself, the crowd. Everybody's just lying to each other. And that's not a good foundation for dancing I, I, I and partying. I love the integrity. I don't follow that rule, but I love it. De La Soul Saturday. I would never play that any... I would never play yeah, that, Yeah, I mean, that's not But really I would never play that any other than Saturday. But... Right. This song to me, it could be Wednesday, it could be Friday. He's wishing it was Taco Tuesday. <laughs> he is yearning for Taco Tuesday. I'm not necessarily hearing that it is Taco Tuesday. He's in just the song. saying he's Taco just a, Tuesday. Like, it's like it's like, like an abstract concept. Yeah, like I can't yeah. wait till Taco Tuesday. So I right. could see playing this any day of the week. You know, you say that, you know. I am pretty specific about Tuesdays, too, because I actually have a song that we play often in the Drake Night Sets, which is the McConan and Drake Club going up on a Tuesday. And I will say this. Maggie plays that song every time. I won't play that song for the same reasons. You get a little irked. You're like, technically, it's not Tuesday. Yeah, but then you're also like, what party is on a Tuesday when you're supposed to? Tuesday night hangout. Well, I think we got the answer to that. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday is on Tuesday. There's actually, so we got two Tuesday songs. Yeah. Oh man, the the tonight is, is Tuesday, the new Friday. <laughs> what else we got going on here? Yeah, so I noticed you and I, Mike, we both picked a different song from the new DJ Mustard project that we're fucking with. Oh yeah, what did I get? You the, put the, the song on God. I like the song Baguettes with Cardi and Nav. I like that song, and that song Baguettes actually got a little movement to it. I think mm-hmm. you can like. Love this is the, after the bread. Hmm? This is like baguette, like a bread, yeah. like a roll. I'm gonna spread a little. I also enjoy on the, the uh, yeah the food the food uh-huh. theme. Kind of weird owl. Yeah, we're on a food theme. Oh, food king. Yeah, I mean mustard's always gonna make some. You, like you can at least use. Now sounds good on a mustard beat. Right here. Yeah, mustard on the baguette. Knob is one of them guys that I like him. I don't like the style. 
like I like his version of this type of rap, but I, all the other versions I don't like. Like he's the only guy I like. I kind of lost track of Nav's music. Tap is kind of hidden right now. You playing that at all? No, I did get a request for it though. Yeah, I'm not really trying to fucking clear the dance floor right now. Is this on God? It is. I'm not trying to clear the dance floor right now. <laughs> People get annoyed when I respond Mike is, like that. I Mike is just nice. mad at rap right now. Nah, I mean... I like a lot of it. It's just I don't need most of it. Both of these songs are not dance floor killers necessarily. They're just no, not. you talk. I was talking about the novel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But both of these mustard joints. I love when Ferg raps like this. I noticed you had the Ferg and who is it? City Girls? Wigs? Wigs. I think I took it off. Yeah, because yeah. that song's terrible. Yeah, I took it off. I took it off. I put it on there just to cover, just to like acknowledge as, because. It's another City Girls feature. Uh, but yeah, I, that I, hook is just makes me want to fucking punch myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we addressed it. Good. What's that flow? These again. We gonna see. Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple other things on here that were riding the boasty kind of wave of that okay. that kind of that kind of jam. Yeah, boasty never really became what I wanted it to be. No, but I you don't know, know. I've I've seen that like it's people a, are still it's, it, it's into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still play it, but maybe I don't play it late enough. Maybe I lost confidence in it to play it later. It might be doing a little bit better with the Afro crowd than yeah. you really like realize. Maybe. Right. What's this? This is More Zessing by Trinidad Ghost. Wiley has another joint with uh, features like that on it's kind of generic. I'm looking at Mike's face, and I'm pretty sure that music's canceled for the rest of the summer. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. Nothing against this song, but I, I just I think that it's run its course, and we're just gonna have to get to the fall without any more music. <laughs> you had a good run. The thing is, honestly, summer. I think we covered a lot of the big songs in our earlier episodes, or we talked about music enough that like there actually is an exciting set to play just maybe this month wasn't the month to really like have a bunch of new shit to be excited about this one yeah. has been one of the top songs on the viral both like us and global uh can we this is not me setting to up to DJ, troll something here dj spotify did i really just forget that melody and your name is now dj billboard when I popped off, then you go gave me just what is this? This is Y2K. La la la. Sounds white. I don't hate this. Yeah, I think this is one of those ones where it's like, this is so what's passable. The, why, I don't necessarily it, understand the appeal. The chart? I, don't, I don't know. It's just very popular. I don't know why. Okay, so listen. We've played a lot of mediocre, what I consider to be mediocre yeah. music. Yeah, this is a lot of filler this month. Um, but nothing is more mediocre than this new Ed Sheeran album. <laughs> yeah, what a fucking... Yo, man. 
yeah, every song on the Ed Sheeran album, total disappointment, right? Like he really outcalated everything. That wish wish I played that off the Khaled. I don't think there's anything off this Ed Sheeran I'm gonna play. It's trash. <laughs> Honestly though, is this really surprising? No. Well that no, an Ed not Sheeran on my album end. For, was for bad. Joe for Joe it was. Joe thought it was gonna be the next future sex love sounds. God, Turned out being I, man of the woods. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you put all your chips on red and I just thought the feature. Get it. Oh, I mean, when you really yeah, see on paper that the Claudia Cabela and fucking right. Cardi B Claudia. on a song. What's her name? Camilla Cabela. Camilla Cabela, whatever. the Camilla Cabela and fucking Cardi B on a song called South of the Border. Right. How do you fuck that How up? How do you fuck that up? And, yeah. and it even had kind of a shape of you vibe to yeah. it. But it's just it like just, they took out whatever it was that made it a little bit soulful. Now, the biggest song... I'm a little curious about this. This is the one with Stormzy. I haven't listened to this. Oh, I didn't hear this one either. I mean, it, act, it's, it sounds like a song, at least. It sounds like it's... Whoa, Big Mike and Teddy! Is that like uh, Brett Kavanaugh's friends? Uh, Did he say Big Mike and Teddy or Eddie as himself? He said it's about time Big Mike oh, right, and Eddie he, are on grime. Teddy. Let's see. No, he's Teddy though. He is Teddy. Yeah, he's Teddy. Why? They're on grime. He goes by <laughs> Teddy. He goes by Teddy. I don't know why. Okay. And his uh, his Instagram is like Teddy Films or something like that. Maybe yeah. that's like a Theodore is somehow shortened to Ed. Tad Ed. Ed, Ted. And I, I think the biggest song is going to be the rock song. Oh, yeah. Makes me want to watch Roadhouse or something. This is not going to be big. You don't think so? No. Oh, I think it's going to be big in that, like, uh, country, the way country's big, and, like, for, like, most of the country. And we're like, yeah, no one cares about it here, but... Why it's like an Imagine Dragons Wait, who's, it, who's, who's singing that part? Was that Bruno Mars? Yeah, that's the thing you can't even tell, can you? The dogs are upset about it. it. Sounded like that was actually just the song. <laughs> actually, sounded like a little bit like Bon Scott from ACDC in that original that first vocal. It's no, this is very Bruno they really, Mars. They captured a lot of like, yeah, little little rock, bu- yeah rock yeah. and roll trope moments. Like, yeah, no, it's it's Bruno Mars, man. No matter what genre they address, they're going to get like a little piece of every part of that genre. So to when make we did you the remember. Bruno Mars show, we didn't realize that he invented heavy metal as well and or classic like rock classic yeah. rock mm-hmm. like hard rock are either of these marshmallow songs or oh, are those the ones with the pop punk band or um, the one ones? sounds like the melody could be an emo riff Though can't you be like, and I cry and cry well he has another song in here with uh, <laughs> pop punk band this sounds like he's going for that like melody, but it's not. There's nothing pop punk about it. But this riff, if it was being played with a guitar, it would sound like a fucking pop punk song. Yeah, I think Skrillex actually it's pretty started straightforward. That. What was that other one I had on there? Earthquake. Yeah, it's kind of like you're doing another. It's not like the Diplo Earthquake, but it's kind of like another EDM song with a girl saying Earthquake in it. A little drum and bass, Winston's. Amen, brother, break. That's a crossover that's probably going to happen within the next so? year. Is there's going to be like a pop drum and bass thing? Yeah. 
But then it goes back to like regular trap. This is knocking. Whoa, the aliens came in. To clear their throats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the aliens are all over this track. That's the, that's a whole alien rap right there. You don't even need to storm Area like, 51. You just have to wobble, storm Marshmallow's house. Wobble, wobble, wobble. It's infested with aliens. This might be the theme song for the Area 51 storm. Yeah, it's just All pretty right, well, hot. I'm sure it's going to be the rest of the thing for the... No, we've gotten a little bit in the uh, electronic music. My homies Fight Club just dropped their debut album. Oh, yeah, I saw that all. Rumble in the Jungle. What's the what's the track off that you feel? <sighs> you know, there's one pretty crazy one called Booty Funk with Chewy is the co-producer on that one, featuring the vocals of Philadelphia native Bach Nero, the EDM rap crossover king. Okay. Little tone, little tonish. It's got some um, dancehall and like Spanish yeah, vibes as I've well won, as some won. hard Decent, trap and yeah. hard dance. The album is all over the place. It's a great debut. I, I like this. It's like current Bailey Funk kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all ever play any of those? Nah. Yeah. Mike, would you play something like this at Warrior? Uh, maybe not there, but like this shit's hot, man. I like it. I I don't know where I would necessarily play it. It's a little too hard for my crowd, but I like it. I could, yo, I could definitely take it there at some points. Uh, check out Wine Up with Raw Tech. It's like, uh, I think they kind of exist in that sort of post uh, Jungle Terror world. You remember Jungle Terror? That was supposed to be a thing? Yeah. Oh, I have this. I feel like I have this on a record somewhere. Um, this, yeah, this, this is definitely too much for my crowds. I'm more a fan of uh, shit that resembles the Moomba tone. Yeah, yeah, there's some Moomba tone on here too. Or like the last track we had. I'm not, I'm not super into the like trap tempo then double timed. It's okay, but it's just, like it's a little too intense. Yeah, <laughs> very very festival. Yeah, speaking of festivals, guys. This song went to the doctor. He said, "I'm a teepee. I'm a wigwam." <laughs> he said, "Relax, you're too tense." Oh, <laughs> uh, they canceled my festival, guys. Oh yeah, the Mad Decent Festival block party extravaganza. So upset. That's exactly where I just. Go That's where play, you could play all play that music shit. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Where bang that my head and lose my fucking mind, and it's not happening. And I think that's kind of maybe telling that the one place that you were going to play that stuff got canceled. You know, <laughs> so, and it wasn't even canceled because it said something racist. It was just canceled, regular canceled. It was. It was, it was actually canceled. <laughs> but well, right now I have to head to South Philly to help my uncle hook up his TV. <laughs> He called me last night trying to secure it. Um, he got a new TV in the back room, and um, he can't get it to work. So I have to head over there and probably just hook up the cable to the back of the TV is what I assume I'm going to have to do. I don't think it's going to be something I can't handle. Yeah, and you know what? You are one of those people that knows that whatever kind of TV it is and whatever the situation is, you can take your phone. 
<laughs> and you can find out exactly what you have to do. Right. It's which is cool. Yeah. Tune in next week for the stirring conclusion. Yeah. This is the, the same uncle that asked me to come over to hook up a VCR to his flat screen years ago. So this is not my first audio visual tech support position at my uncle's house. But you know what? I don't mind doing it. Get to stop in, see the old neighborhood. I envy you for some reason having this opportunity to go and we're going to remember this era fondly. <laughs> the old help the parents, like, you know, yeah, yeah. turn the router on and off. And right. All of a yeah. sudden the Wi Fi is working again, era. Um, very good. Very nice. All right, guys. Well, it's been a, been a pleasure talking to you gentlemen today. Next week, Amanda Blank. Yeah. It's already been done. We just wanted to space things out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I feel like that reveal was like, no, man, don't tell them how it works. Don't tell them how we're behind. How well, that's usually not the case, but uh, it just is for some reason. We got lucky. We it's got also, a lot of guests in town. It's not just because we wanted to space it out. It's also a very futuristic interview. And we thought we... It was ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time. So we thought we would give it a little bit of time. To, like It's like opening up a wine. Not much ahead of its time, just like just 10 enough. days. Just, just <laughs> yeah. a, it's just like 10 days ahead of just, its just, time. Just, just got to aerate the wine a little bit, you know, and then, you know, and then, then sip on the fine wine that is the Art Podcast. Yeah. Art. 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 Art.